I just want to thank everyone for being here today. Welcome to Ladies Kicking Assets, where we are providing financial education to women to live the life that they want to live. I'm so excited about this show today. I'm here with my partner, Courtney Moeller, and two amazing women, Adapia DeErico and Jennifer Burnham Grubbs. Both are co-founders of Women of Wealth. We're going to jump into some great conversation, but just a couple of housekeeping items. First and foremost, be sure to hit our subscribe button for our YouTube channel. We want to make sure that um, we spread the word to women about financial education and decision making, and we can only do that with you. And secondly, um, our disclaimer for this show that we are not financial ed- advisors. Um, We will have a lot of experts in the field coming on to share with you their journey and how you too can take action and jump into some decisions. So Courtney, if you'd like to take it away and um, open us up with our amazing guests, I'd love that. Well, I am so excited that you two are here. You are such incredible women. I was fortunate enough to meet Adapia here. Gosh, has how long has it been? Maybe nine months or so now. Coming on to a year, I think. Long, I think it, long enough. <laughs> yeah. So we were we met in a crypto mastermind group that we were in, and then she turned me on to this women of wealth that they have formed, and it's such an incredible group. I am fortunate enough to lucky enough to be a part of this group. So why don't you just tell us about, um, what women of wealth is and, um, you know, what your mission and your vision and your values for this group are, because it's pretty exciting. Sure. Um, well, I'll start a little bit and say what, what the group is about, and then I'll let, um, Jennifer talk about the, the vision and some of the mission that is evolving. And I would say that that is like a a real principle of like this flow and evolution that actually brought us to um, bring women of wealth into the world because it started with Jennifer and I being very synchronistically um, uh, invited into a different group years and years and years ago where we were going to help to organize a local event in Los Angeles where we both live to um, have conversations about business amongst women. And, um, multiple factors conspired for that not to happen, but, you know, in the wake of destruction, what remains is what is the solid foundation. What remained was me and Jennifer. (laughs) And so from there we connected, we stayed in touch. Um, there aren't, there weren't that many people at that time in my life that I could speak to about business, um, like Jennifer that really understood it. I mean, those weren't conversations that, many women were having or really comfortable having, I mean, how many women talk about money? I mean, we really don't, unless you're wanting to, right. Absolutely. Right. And that was the thing we were like, well, we should have, how about the two of us have an event together? And so we were um, planning it, lots of planning, a lot of like trying to find the right timing and then boom, COVID happened. And that, so that never happened. Um, So for the past couple of years, we were incubating it ourselves just the two of us. And that relationship grew and we started to really bring forward the vision of what this could be and um, where, where we landed and what we, what we launched at the early part of this year. And again, we were like, man, will, will women want this? Is this is like, are people going to show up for this? And they were knocking down our doors and, and like, and so what it is, um, is 
it's a, it's a few things. It's definitely a mastermind of a core group of women currently where we open up a space in a conversation to talk about wealth, to talk about money, um, to do the things, have the conversations and create the access to opportunities that men have been doing for and with themselves for centuries. So we're just bringing it to women today. Um, and then that's been evolving and I'll let Jennifer talk more about the, the greater vision and some of the bigger mission of, of what wow, um, is evolving into. Adapita, thank you so much for laying the foundation of the whole history of how well we evolved, because I do think it's such an organic growth um, and it's beautiful in that way that it felt like it came not just from you and me, but more from inspiration that's been lying sort of in the subconscious of the gestalt for a while. We're at a moment now where, as you know, Wow points out often that the best part of $30 trillion in assets is going to be controlled by women in, by the year 2030. Mm -hmm. And so obviously statistics like that don't happen overnight. They evolve over time. And it's like things have reached a critical mass where we really became aware of the fact that there's this disconnect. Here are women in powerhouses in business, you know, more entrepreneurship than ever among women, more um, families where both parties work, for example. It's, I think it's 67% of families these days, both parents work. And both work like close to full time. And sometimes even the women work as much as or more than the men just in business. And then there's like home, you know, all that. They still have so, a job at home. Yeah, they still have that too. And, and that's our job. Too. The point being though, there is this disconnect between the fact that we're still present in the economy and in the business world. And yet mentally, so many of us were still acting somehow as if it was the 1950s and that we were mostly like, you know, skirts with lipstick. And it was this weird schism. And I was becoming really conscious of the fact that as much as I spent my day working as an entrepreneur and business owner, there was like nobody I knew that I could easily talk with about my banking relationship, for example, mm -hmm. right? Um, or just silly things like that. And I felt like I was having to figure it all out on my own in a vacuum and also be doubting whether I was even imagining that these are legitimate things to be thinking about. And I thought, there's just no way I'm the only person. I know a lot of really kick butt female business owners myself personally, and I'm sure that they would benefit, but I don't think they're having conversations either because if they were, they be having them with me um because i know them and it's like you said in the beginning it's like this taboo about talking about money and so one of the things i think was great about your disclaimer at the beginning robin was you said that we're not financial advisors i would say we and wow are professional question askers and opinion holders. And I think mm -hmm. that's really, yeah, I love that opinion holders, you know, because I think that's the main thing is as a female in business, or even if I didn't have my own business as a female who cares about money, because everybody cares about money, not just men and women are actually quite good with money. We can get into those statistics later. Um, having the right to have opinions and also having permission to not know and want to ask and not feel dumb for asking. I think that was the other huge part of things I started to really become aware of. Um, and I know I'm kind of going off, but it's just little things. Like I remember as a business owner, getting my first line of credit because an accountant said you should do it before you need one. Mm -hmm. and, so I went, and I could get a 10K line of credit from Chase Bank. Years later, my business was doing like well over, I mean, like hundreds of multiples over that, you know, and yet I went to go reapply for a larger line of credit and they were like, no, you can still just get 10 K. And I was like, you're kidding me. Like what? Mm -hmm. And then they changed my um, banking relationship because someone recommended it. And then I was able to get a better line of credit. Not that mm -hmm. I even needed it. I just wanted it just so that I could have it. And that was like a, whoa moment because I never before would have thought to question my bank 
as in it serves me and I don't serve it, right? And so little things like changing the paradigm, changing the worldview, asking those kinds of things felt like it was the key to unlocking major growth that was at our fingertips. And we've been the ones denying it from ourselves, which was the biggest part of this. It was like, holy moly, who's responsible? We are. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. that is so true. And, and I think, you know, the more that I st- have started reaching out and talking to other women about some of these very things that you t- are talking about, there is this huge need out there. Like women want to get involved. They want to have this knowledge. They, they want to learn. And there's just really not a whole lot of places for women to come together and do that. So I think that's one of the things that excites me so much about this platform and opportunity that that you guys are creating. So, so definitely women want to learn, but Courtney, you and I, and, and um, Jennifer and Adapia, we know women want to take action. Mm -hmm. No, they want to feel um, educated confident in their ability to make a decision. And then they want to go make a decision and move on down to the road to the next decision, because there's so many decisions to be made, you know, from running a family, running a business, um, making a business decision that can, you know, and, and to have that confidence in yourself to do that is sometimes takes women a lifetime. Or, or men to, to get into that space. And so I love the fact that, um, you know, that's so much of what you want to do and what we want to do too is, and I think that's why it's such a great alignment is to ensure that, you know, we're ed- prov- certainly providing education, but we're encouraging do something now with the information that you have. Yeah. You know, well, Adapia, you said earlier, you know, you talked about how men have come together and they've been doing this. It's kind of that good old boy club that's been around for so long. And, you know, coming from the oil and gas industry, it was very yes. predominant. So I kind of feel like we're putting together this like good old girls club, you know, mm-hmm. where we can come together and we can get some deals going and, and things yeah. like that. Oh my gosh. It's so, it's so much of that. And, and, and just to go back, Robin, you said this word confidence and the more we're doing what we're doing and wow. And even like what, what we're doing with you and just all these other women, I'm realizing that that's like, that's actually the key is like, we we're, we're allowing ourselves to build confidence Mm -hmm. by starting with the discussions, by just opening the field, by just opening our mouths and, and just saying what we want to say, asking the questions, um, learning that builds confidence, having the conversations, it builds confidence, looking at deals, you know, doing some things, have like, we have each other's backs confidence. And then all of a sudden everything shifts And that confidence goes out into absolutely everything and things that you thought, oh, I can't do that, or I can't say that, or I can't ask that that's off the table, but it's like, it's all out there. And, um, it's quite remarkable the, the, the overall like shift that we can have like inside outside, when we have that confidence around something as powerful as money, as massive as wealth that has been whether we do it to ourselves or society or whatever it is, right. The zeitgeist that has been saying women, that is not your place to, to do that. And Mm -hmm. we're saying it is. And when we have the confidence and when that confidence like hits, it's, it's like, over. it's like, watch out. Like you have no, like people (laughs) don't know what just got activated in a woman who's like, I got this. And like, I'm on my war path. Oh yeah. And let somebody tell me I can't do something. Oh yeah. 
let that happen. I can <laughs> tell you, I mean, that you can take that and go ahead and magnify it by a thousand because yep. it's happening in like the biggest way anybody yep. ever saw. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, so let's talk a little bit um, more about, um, women of wealth, how you, uh, have, have set that structure up, you know, and what your, what your vision is for, um, women of wealth. I, I too am a part of the mastermind group and just, it's an amazing group of women from all over the United States who have come to this intersection of need, you know, to connect with, with other business women and, and business owners and are ready to take the world on. So I'm super excited about all of that, but there's opportunities for other women to, to come on board and align with this group. You want to share a little bit about that? Sure. So at its core, Women of Wealth is a 5013C nonprofit organization, and it's committed to empowerment and education and creating a discourse and a platform for dialogue for women to talk about money matters of all kinds. And the reason is we understood immediately once Adipia and I started working together that just having a place where you have a sounding board and you can ask questions and admit you don't know and then find out or find out that you're not the only one who didn't know and then choose <laughs> Get more information that right there is the key to almost everything and um i'll share a few important statistics so the world bank organization discovered that women are actually better with money than men in almost every single category um they're better with efficiency with money they're more follow-through with money all kinds of things the two areas that they're not as good as men are one confidence in themselves about money mm-hmm. and number two um, taking on risk. So they, you know, women can tend to crave security to some extent, but to a fault versus how men will do it. And that one thing, not taking risk, not taking enough risk is what has held women back financially, because you have to have some risk in order to have growth. And we all know that we know that in life, it's true in money also. And without the sounding boards to find out that you know enough to take some action and make some moves. It's not like you have to even be the absolute expert. There's that imposter syndrome that so many high achieving women have anyhow, that getting the A, well, so what? It's just an A. There's probably all these other people that have an A. I'm still probably not good enough, right? That even that like is somewhere in the back of a lot of people's minds versus maybe some men are better at being like, yeah, I got the A. I'm more than good enough. Like, you know, and so then they're like, yeah, I'm good enough to do this. Well, women might want to vet something a little more before they feel they're qualified. So just creating the forum itself helps move them into action, which Robin was your big point. It's not just learning, it's learning to do. And we have in our mastermind, for example, people who just within a few months of joining have learned how to take assets that they were hoarding in a zero interest bearing savings account because mm. they didn't know where else to put it. And they just wanted to make sure they didn't lose it. And instead leveraging pieces of it into things that are now really going to return interest. Some of it's guaranteed interest. Some of it might have some risk associated with it, but there's different kinds of risk as well. There's risk with rails on it. Then there's huge risk that you're ready to take. And then, you know, there's all kinds of modulated risk. And we're seeing women be able to move into action within just months as a result of having this discourse, this forum for access to information, tips and tricks and different opinions. I mean, Even in our mastermind, we have people who have like slightly different tastes and different um, points of view and different takes. And that's so important because at the end of the day, everybody's risk um, appetite and risk preferences are going to be somewhat unique, right? It's not like a cookie cutter. 
Um, so the 501c3 is really structured as a forum and a platform, number one, for discourse and then education and empowerment. We also have um, uh, in the works an investment club that is sort of offline from the 501c3 because many of the mastermind women are very powerful people. And we're really interested in the idea of being able to do investment banking, for example, as a consortium and other things. Um, that's all at will. It's not, uh, you know, like we don't all do the same thing. It's not like, oh, we all have to move as a unit. It's just that we'll have opportunities presented to us and they always are pre-vetted. And then we'll make our own decisions, each of us individually. Um, but it just seems that there's a lot coming from that. And then the farther plans for the 501c3 are like you like to say, Courtney, huge, hairy, audacious goals that go you know, all the way into schools all throughout the United States and ideally teaching second through fifth graders about um, money math, just simple money math, learning how to write a check, learning how to work backwards from a salary to figure out your budget and see if you know you need to ride a bike or if you can buy a car, if you should rent or own a home and how much you can spend on groceries, just simple things like that, that um, tie math and money together without it being this intimidating thing that like, oh, I'm not good at math. Well, everybody's good enough at math to figure out, you know, like how to break down a dollar. And, and I think that kind of piece of it too is important, but I've said a lot. And I think out of PIA, you should add some color as well into our goal. And our <laughs> oh, I mean, there's so much, right. It's just moving so fast. And we realized that there's so many other women who wanted to join. And, and so we're finding ways now to bring more women into the fold in a way that is also continues to be joyful and easeful for us and for them and where we can give them the most amount of value. So we're looking at some programs now where other women can also join, participate, start to learn. Cause not everyone's going to be at that place. Like, like Robin and Courtney and, and like obviously Jennifer and I, we're all in that place where we're like, okay, I'm ready to go. I have my portfolio. I'm already doing some stuff. There's things I don't know. I want to change. I want to do, I want to put my money to work. Um, there are other women who understand that and they're like, ah, I want to get there. I'm not really sure if I'm there yet. Right. Mm -hmm. And so we're working on something where those women can come in, participate kind of like not on the sidelines because we want them to participate, but they might not be there yet. We will bring them there through being part of the group on a different level and different programs, different, the, it, the education pieces is, is really it. Like it's a form of financial literacy, even for me, I'm, I'm always learning something. Um, and so, and so it really is about bringing that forward. And I was thinking, you know, Jennifer, as you were talking about like, like math in school, um, I was never strong in math. It's actually probably my weakest, um, my weakest thing. When I went into college and started studying business administration, and I went into personal finance of all things, um, cause something about back in the nineties, like mutual funds were becoming a thing. And I was really interesting. I was like, Oh, this sounds like something cool to me where money makes money for me. I'm like, Oh, I like that. Um, so I went into personal finance and I was getting 90% in financial math in college, having almost failed math 12. Why? Because math 12 and everything before it was too conceptual for me. I don't understand the point. What's the point. Right. And then in financial math, I'm like, Oh, I see the point. So imagine if with younger kids, we can show them if you save, and up, let's say $10,000 and you put that $10,000 to work for you and it's earning you 10% a year. Well, that money just made you a return. I think anybody can understand that with passive income, with like money making money for you. Mm -hmm. And then you work towards building that 
as a support system and just how much more we can support ourselves without having to put in more hours and more time because none of us have that. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I love that. And I think one of my favorite things about this platform is that, um, you know, women do come together and there, there are things that I'm really good at that I'm a part of, but there's other women that are bringing so much other information that, you know, of things that I didn't know. And it's so great to tap into that and to learn. And this is how you plug in and really learn about all of those different opportunities and all of the different ways you can get your money to work for you. And so Jennifer, it's interesting, these statistics, I was reading something the other day, I mean, women hold the majority of their money as dollars in a savings account, you know, and we know with inflation and the way that inflation's going, you're actually losing money, which is why Robert Kiyosaki says savers are losers, because the more you save that money, it's, it's losing its purchasing power. So, um, I just find it interesting. You know, one of the things that I learned over this last few years was, um, you know, when I wanted to purchase something, instead of going out and just buying that item, I would go and invest in something in a property or whatever the investment is so that I could actually cash flow it to pay for that item. And, you know, it would pay for five of them instead of just using the money and paying for one. And now I've got an asset that's appreciating. And that was such a novel concept to me. I thought, wow, I wish I would have figured this out, you know, 40 years ago, 30 years ago. And I, I, for me personally, that's one of the things that we're hoping to accomplish through this podcast and is just helping provide that education. And I love that you guys are actually providing that platform for where women can actually come together and have that meeting and have those conversations and get that information and really learn about all of the different opportunities that there are out there that they can take advantage of. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It is, it is really interesting when you had mentioned about uh, money matters of all kinds. It's for women at all levels who are in different different spaces, um, needing to understand a budget or having one. It doesn't matter how much money you've got. We know women who have a lot of money who don't necessarily operate on a budget. So it's, it's that all the way to syndicating um, projects, you know? Okay. And so it's all over the spectrum, but it's a community. Um, and, and it's amazing and pretty powerful. So how might women get in contact with you to, and when might you see this next tier of, um, membership or involvement be available to others? Well, so, uh, you can go to our website, which is womenofwealth.com. That's www.womxn. Yes. X. Uh, well, <laughs> Dot com. And that's just to show that we're really committed to diversity and inclusion, which is so important, as well as we move the needle into empowerment. Um, the world will benefit when females are more powerful. That's just something that I truly fundamentally believe. And the bottom line is that money is power, in my opinion, and learning how to magnify your money helps magnify your power. And you can use that power for good. You can use it for bad if you want, but the more people can use it for good, all the better. So, you know, good people deserve to be wealthy just as much as people who maybe are aren't as like idealistic. Um, and it's even more important that good people can learn how to have money, use money and spread the good of that. So mm-hmm. women of wealth is where you can sign up for, for example, the wait list for our mastermind, which okay. 
is going to be onboarding people quarterly as um, space becomes available. So that's if you want to be in the inner sort of sanctum of well, um, there's a little bit of room and opportunity there for certain people. And then the next tier we're really looking at will probably launch by Q3 of this year. So um, the best thing to do is go to that website, sign up and indicate that you're interested in being part of this discussion, okay. part of this movement. And then we'll make sure to reach out as more of these things start to launch in full mm -hmm. swing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we'll also be doing a lot of collaborations. So we're doing collaborations, of course, with Ladies Kicking Assets. And we're also in collaboration with Leadership Global, which is a wonderful organization. And we do a, one, a monthly wealth mastery series, which is a great place to start getting some of the concepts that uh, Adapia and I have, I guess, cultivated in terms of helping teach ourselves and others how to think about money. It's really mm -hmm. learning I think you said it, Courtney, and you hinted to it, Robin, too. It's not just information, but actually learning how to think about money. So you're not working for it, but it's working for you. And that's mm -hmm. a lot of layers mm -hmm. of that. So the one, the monthly wealth, wealth mastery series gets into brass tax subjects to help mm -hmm. just get those wheels turning. And then from there, you, you know, you can catch fire and you can learn even faster. So, so when you're, you're talking about um, educating yourself and, and these different areas that you and Adapia are involved in, what would you say are some additional resources that both of you access and use to help educate yourself? Because you didn't just arrive here, um, you know, within the last two to three years, this has been a journey of education that far surpasses the last couple of years. You've just collaborated together on this, on this movement. So how would you inform someone who's maybe on their investment journey and or new to that on what should they be accessing for education books or other sites or things like that, their mentors, things like that. That's a great a question. lot in one oh, question i'm sorry it's but. such a big question because um i think the first thing is is to be open to like talk to people i honestly think before like we go and find outside resources because the inner i mean there's a plethora um there 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 are women's sites like her money um, for example, that are all they're they're like articles. There's a lot of articles that you can mm -hmm. read and that's fine. I mean, you could go to nerd wallet and there's tons and tons and tons of articles. Sometimes the, you're missing the context because you might read the article and it won't land because there's something about it that unless like you're in it and, and it might be hard for me to, to get my words right on this because I've, I chose personal finance as a career when I was 18. So I've been in this for, you know, really long time decades. Mm -hmm. Um, and so it, it, it's at this point, it's just embedded in me, but I, and so I say having the, almost like the courage to say, I'm going to ask someone and then letting that first step and that first question lead you which is why having the group is so important mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. we remove the shame of not knowing yes. that. And that's like one of the, and number there's one that things. such a stigma around that so there much. is. So and much. I find that even at the conferences and things that I go at where there's all these amazing, brilliant people, um, people, even men will have a hard time admitting that they don't know the answers to some of the things mm -hmm. that are going on. And so anytime we, I, girl, I am notoriously always that one in the room. They're like, does anybody know what this is? Or is there anybody that doesn't know? And I'm looking around and I'll be that one, like, yeah, that that's me. That's me. Mm -hmm. And you know, it is what it is. I'm okay with that. So yeah. I want to know. Yeah. And then I will 
always have people that come up to me afterwards and they're like, I'm so glad that you raised your hand because I didn't, I didn't know either. And I wanted to know that answer, but I was too embarrassed to raise my hand. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I, I put little like applause emoji up in the screen because that's <laughs> number one thing is just asking questions. Always mm-hmm. ask questions. There's no such thing as a dumb question. I really do give my dad credit for that. He just said, there is no such thing as a dumb question. And it is dumb not to ask. You're talking about your money, but it's so natural to want to just not admit you don't know. And that's one of the key things Adipia and I discovered. So I consider Adipia one of the strongest, most powerful and intelligent people on the planet, honestly. Mm-hmm. And she and I would talk and I have a background that goes deep into insurance risk management and entrepreneurism and hers goes deep into real estate and real estate syndication and other areas of finance, but really almost like the opposite or not opposite, but the complementary um, parts of the, the circle. And so what we would find out is she would use terms. And I was like, I'm smart. I went to Princeton. I graduated summa cum laude, but I literally <laughs> don't even know what it means. Dumb. I don't know what she's saying. I feel like an idiot. I feel embarrassed. I'm like almost sweaty, you know? And then I would, <laughs> she would talk to me about stuff like insurance related. And she would like, not know at all, like not at all. And just feel really dumb. I could tell that she felt the same way, like disempowered and like, I feel like I should know this. And that was my aha moment when I was like, nobody can know all the things that there are. The, the, the beauty of our society is that um, financial and capitalist products have really developed. I mean, there is an ecosystem and no one person could know it all. That's why I specialize really in my lane with insurance, because even just that to really be good at it, there's a world of products, a world of carriers. There's no way that you can do that and also be great at like, three other things, truthfully, in my opinion. And when we learn that each person's going to feel dumb about the one area they haven't had the, 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 uh, the, the extra time to go master, because how could they? That means nobody's dumb. It's just the learning thing. And then that you have to rely on asking questions because you'll, you'll never know everything. And the beauty of the mastermind we've discovered is the women in this group, our collective IQ has just skyrocketed. Like just from having you, for example, crypto, um, you know, Kit Courtney with all you know about crypto and then Robin, everything you know about real estate and then put that next to everything that Adapia knows about real estate. And then here I am with my risk management. And then there's people who are great with stocks and people who are great with oil. And now in this forum, if you want to ask anything you can and no one will think you're dumb. And we're all going to learn the moment you ask that question. And our IQ collectively is like, I would challenge to see where there's a collectively, and it's not owned in any one person's brain, but like the IQ within this forum is Well, And I just love how much everybody is so willing to share and so willing to help educate everybody else on whatever the topics are that we're talking about. We have all of these different forums and it's, it's such a great space. And I, I I just love that there is no, nobody's belittling anybody. Like, I can't believe you didn't know that. Like what's wrong with you? (laughs) You know, everybody is so willing to help and help everybody else figure that out and to show them, you know, really get down to the nitty gritty of, Hey, this is why I like this. This is what's beneficial about it. These are maybe some of the potential risks. And I love that. It's really, we can sit there and have those conversations and really grow our education even more. I mean, you, you know, the best way to get better is to surround yourself with like-minded people that have that education that can help you grow. And that's really what has helped me grow in leaps and bounds. 
Mm -hmm. Yeah, staying open. It allows you to stay open too and never think you know everything because you, you couldn't possibly. And this is an evolving field. It's so exciting. So just, I would say for any kind of going full circle back to your question, it's such a deep question because there is so much that goes into it. I mean, um, Arapi and I both have a lot of years within specialties mm -hmm. that have helped us start to understand and connect dots between certain corners of the universe when it comes to finance. Um, but it's a vast universe. So my, my number one advice would be just know that you won't ever be able to know everything. And that's okay. Like no one will ever, I don't think Warren Buffett would ever claim he knows everything. I think he would say, you know, I haven't seen that one yet. I'm going to look at it and then I'm going to ask questions and then I'm going to have a couple sounding boards and get opinions. And that's the right thing to do with anything when it comes to your money. And then just don't let the fact that you don't know yet make you think you should shut down. It should almost like you were saying, Courtney, it should make you want to double down and be like, well, I want to know because I'm no dumber than anyone else. I'm, I'm no smarter than anybody else. All I have to do is be brave enough to, to ask. And then I'm on the same level playing field with everybody else. But also you do need to get a good system around you. Cause like the one risk is when you think you don't know, and then you go to one person and your world is still a little small and you can be at the mercy of that person and whether their advice is really the very oh, best. That's such a good yeah. point. I'm so glad you just said that. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. totally. And especially because there's so much of the, sorry, there's so much of the like expert, oh, your financial advisor, listen to them. And like, you know, you do a Google search on like, what should I do with my cash right now or something? Right. And my God, but no. Like you need to have a conversation with real people that aren't doing the prescribed by the so-called experts and authorities things, because those same so-called experts are, and authorities are following a type of a playbook that's based on these rules that mm -hmm. most of the time are not really relevant to what we need to do for ourselves. And so and so it's, it becomes really important that it goes back to the questions to, to have the confidence to question the experts, to question everything and everyone, because at the end of the day is, is it right for me? I know right my risk tolerance and it's way up there. Right. And right. Yeah. I know you and I were like, uh, we're like way up into the right. And, and, and then, and it's, but that might not be right for everyone. And so even right. if I'm saying, you know, go do this like crazy thing that I'm comfortable with it doesn't mean it's comfortable for, for Jennifer or Robin or anyone else. And so even that, even there, it always comes back to, and, and you all know this about me that I call it my inner, our inner authority. Like, what do I say? What does my inner authority say? And is that right for me? And that level of agency is at the heart of everything that we're, that we're doing. Um, and so, it, and so, yeah, so it's like, it always comes back to your decision your power, your money, your wealth. Well, you grow into that level mm. of confidence. That's typically not instant, right. you know, and you, yeah. you grow into that by putting yourself around uh, like-minded individuals, joining um, groups and masterminds like women of wealth, reading books, um, exploring seminars and going, and then doing something with everything that you're reading about and doing well, something else. I have to tell you, I fired my financial advisor here probably five years ago. Um, and so, because every time I would want to do something, they would be like, well, I don't think you should do that. Or I think you should you wait. Know, I had, 
I had taken the time and they're like, oh, you know, and I thought, why in the hell am I asking permission from you on what I can and can't do with my money? Like this is mine. And so I, I took over everything. I took it over several years ago and it has been really great. There's been a couple of things that I'm like, ah, I don't know if that was a good choice or not, but the majority of everything I've done has been really good. And it's the most rewarding thing to sit back and take a look at what I have done and what I have created and what I have done for my family. It's, it's, it's mm-hmm. incredible. And it's been a really exciting journey and I'm excited for other people to embark on it. It's so exciting, Courtney, that you shared that. And I love that you shared that there are some things that you think you maybe didn't get right. That's exactly right. It's so important to have permission to make some mistakes as well. (laughs) Well, you learn, that's where you learn. You learn from your mistakes. You learn, you know, it's one of those things. It's really important to know who you're getting involved with and and the investments that you're partaking in. And and I don't get everything right all the time. And that's okay too, because I I learned from that. And they don't either. There's no person out there who's going to make mistakes. I I was really interested in Tesla stock about six years ago. And I remember I was at a networking event and there was this guy, he went to Harvard, he was an investment banker and they had their own investment fund. And I said to him, Hey, I'm really interested in Tesla. It's only 18 a share. And I really think it's going to go far. He was like, no, Tesla's got supply supply chain issues. They're going to be out of business in two years. All these idiots that are buying Teslas, they're going to be, they're not even going to be able to power up their cars. No way. And so I was like, Oh, okay. And then I didn't. And I I still to this day, that's actually one of the main reasons I've stopped listening to quote experts about anything anymore, because he couldn't have been quote unquote, more of the quote unquote expert, and he couldn't have been more wrong. And that was a stark reminder that, you know, the the experts don't get it right every time. So to your point, Adapia, your own intuition is very valid. And then a little research plus your own intuition. And then a few sounding boards and then also permission to get it wrong is the best teacher in a lot of ways. I also want to share, there's another piece of this, which I know we'd have to have a whole whole other podcast about Mm -hmm. giving yourself permission to have and giving yourself permission to deserve. I think that's a whole other piece of work you have to really, because like, even just in my journey with working with wow and with Adapia, I've had paradigm shifts in the last year that allowed me to change the way I did things from busting my butt, working on, on an unfruitful partnership, giving all my time and energy in hopes that I'll get a little morsel at the end to deciding, wait a minute, and just like cutting out of that deal, taking a chunk of change, even though it was like a cut my losses thing, and then putting that to work in a well-vetted investment, because I, I realized that with my team and my, my, my world now, like I can make confident moves that don't regard me pleasing others and just the performance of my talents, but also choosing where to put my time for my money for me. So I claim back my time. And uh, it's important that you deserve first inside the right to have more before you can even start to think outside the box of how do I please others? Mm -hmm. Which is really hard. There's a lot of personal work that goes first. And that's a whole other chapter, like I said, but that's yes. Well, more for us to talk about. Well, there have been some amazing thoughts and nuggets um, shared today. And I just want to thank everybody for their time. Um, There are so many other discussions that we um, will definitely uh, schedule time for. Um, But I want to thank you all. And um, I look forward to, to those next um, vodcast that we can put together and, and share. Yes. I highly recommend everybody go join as fast as you can. Yes. 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 Thank Thank you all. Have an amazing day. Thanks.